Definitely. In the classic ethical work, Duties of the Heart, Sefer Chovos Halvavos, written approximately a thousand years ago, raises the following question. This is one of the early chapters titled Shara Bechina, the chapter that deals with discerning the presence and the kindness of the Almighty in the creation. And he raises the following question, says, we find, as based on the words of David HaMelech and Tillam, as we see in life, that Hashem's kindness encompasses all the creation. All beings are recipients of enormous kindness from Hashem. In the well majority of the cases, it really is quite evident. It's of a nature that could and should be experienced in a manner that would evoke a tremendous sense of recognition and appreciation on the part of the recipients. And yet, the majority of people are essentially, virtually unaware of the kindness of Hashem. He calls them ki'ivrim, as if they are blind. To a certain degree, the kindness is underappreciated, and to a large degree, it is totally missed in effect. It is not reaching, not in the consciousness, not felt or experienced by people in a uh, very profound, pervasive degree. And yes, why is this so? And he presents three reasons to explain this phenomenon. The first reason that he gives is, is a result of people's enormous involvement in their worldly affairs, in their pursuit of material acquisition, and in gaining pleasure. There is acquisition of aspects of life that are essentially human needs, and then there's a pursuit of luxuries and pleasures that are more of a less necessary nature that people are desiring. And he says they desire things that they will never really ever be able to achieve. And this causes them to be oblivious to the kindness and the goodness that the Creator bestows upon them because their, their heart, their attention is completely preoccupied with the enormous pursuit of what they are hoping to gain and to fulfill in their desires. The commentaries explain that the enormous goal that people have causes whatever they have already to be so reduced as if to be completely insignificant. The Chorus Lover spells this out. He says that the, the good kindness they have received already are considered insignificant in number and they are considered very small in stature. Great gifts that they've been blessed with are reduced into virtual insignificance by comparison to what they're hoping to achieve. 
And he says this is because at every level of achievement, the human being is striving for the next level. Any amount of success in a given area produces immediately a desire for additional success and ever larger accomplishment, ever larger acquisition, ever larger level of pleasure attainment, such that the end result is of such a degree, of such a size, that it dwarfs anything that they could possibly have at any given moment. So if we stop to think about this, uh, the first thing that we should take note of is that in actuality, the nature of, the proper nature of human existence, human experience, should be one where a person is truly enjoying the gifts that he has been blessed with by Hashem. And they will then serve as a means of recognizing his Creator, recognizing the goodness and pursuing all that is available to achieve the fullness of the good that the Creator wants to bestow in terms of spiritual accomplishment as well. But it's quite fascinating the nature of uh, this mindset that causes the good gifts that a person has to be reduced in stature to the point of being insignificant. Because we tend to think, ordinarily, that the reason why people are in constant pursuit of more and more is because they sincerely believe that at the next level, then they will be satisfied. When I get to that amount of money, that position, that level of stature in society, then I'll be happy. And the only way that pursuit is constantly maintained is that a person essentially doesn't realize that at every level of achievement, what immediately transpires is the focus on the next level, and that really the good is never enjoyed. But if a person would be ever aware that at every level of achievement there will be then a desire for a next level ad infinitum, he would abandon the whole process because we realize how futile it is. But here the Chalmah is saying that the reason why what we have is considered insignificant is because we are aiming for a goal that is so large, that is so enormous, that is so essentially unachievable, that whatever we have is reduced into insignificant nothingness. And that means that these two aspects are co-dwelling in a person. On one hand, a person is somehow deluding himself to believe that he will be happy at the next level. But on the other hand, really, I guess, deeper down, he realizes that every level of achievement will produce another level, and that essentially he is really in pursuit of so grandiose a goal, of so unachievable, infinite type of goal, that it will never be able to be achieved, but yet it is so large, what he's really aiming for is so large, that whatever he has now is nothing in comparison.
So the, the dichotomy, the paradox, is fascinating. It's almost unbelievable that a person can maintain that pursuit with the delusion that the next level will be satisfying. But at the same time, there is a recognition that every level of achievements will produce a desire for another higher, greater level, and that the end goal is absolutely unachievable, and yet is so enormous that whatever he has right now can have no significance. What is it that really is producing this constant pursuit? That uh, is worthy of further analysis. Seems that clearly there is such a nature and a powerful tendency in a person, and it's worthy to examine what what causes there could be that produce it. Maybe it's just the striving for something that is so great that is truly of infinite nature that a person has that's intended for spirituality that then gets replaced with material type of pursuit that is also unachievable and that makes it great in its own right. Whatever the case may be, there is this awareness in a person that's how it's almost is saying is essentially a cause to minimize and trivialize all the good that he has and not enable him to appreciate it and experience it and enjoy it in the way that the Creator truly wants us to enjoy. And uh, if we can perhaps arrest that process and try to focus on where we are right now, what we have, we'll be able to have actually the true benefit, the true enjoyment, the true pleasure in life, and thereby we'll be able to recognize our true benefactor and set us ourselves on the course to achieve all that the human being is meant to achieve. Thank you very much.